Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to the Bean for Friday. First of yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Thursday. Uh, they were discussing body image yesterday afternoon. Uh, last night, Marcus was talking Australia Day as it was coming to a close. Uh, but everybody else yesterday was uh, watching Chris Hipkins meeting Simon Bridges and the rest of the Auckland businesses. Uh, does Hipkins mean business? Uh, because the general feeling seems to be Ardern did not. Out and about and giving it a shout because he's been locked up for two years and he's a young, good-looking man with money to burn and, you know, plenty of fun to be had. So, and again, it's those conflicting stories of some people are doing just fine, some people are feeling really positive, others are not. So if Chris Hipkins was knocking on your door saying, what are you concerned about? What are you concerned about? If you're one of those who's in a good job, you've never earned more money because the labour market is so tight. You're feeling pretty confident about your future and your ability to take on the world if needs be. Do you have a care in the world? If you are a business, why is confidence so bad when, according to Inland Revenue, you've done pretty well? If you don't have a mortgage, if you're in a good job, if your business is doing fine, what really do you have to worry about? I'd love to get a snapshot of where everybody's at. Are you in the out and about and having a shout, or are you in the sweet baby Jesus, hunker down the hatches, take on 17 different jobs, get an Uber you know, license? Where are you at? Because we're getting so many conflicting pictures of what New Zealand looks like right now. Sometimes I wonder if it is the same as it's ever been, but everything is just magnified and amplified these days. Um, thanks to everybody's ability to sort of put themselves online, put themselves out there, be seen, be heard. We're all sort of reporters, we're all movie stars, aren't we? Or am I? What do you think? I don't know. Anyway, how did it go uh, when uh, Hipkins uh, met Bridges? Here's Bridges. What did they tell them was the number one issue? Immigration? Um, yeah, I think if you took a look at the uh, sort of hour and a bit meeting, um, more time would have been spent on immigration, workforce and anything else. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fair to say, you know, whilst the meeting was plight, uh, the, the business crowd were um, forthright on that issue. And... Um, you know, the Prime Minister, I think, did a lot of listening in relation to that. Did he commit to changing anything? Look, we didn't get that. But I think what is true is he was genuinely listening. He did get it. Um, you know, um, on a bunch of other issues that were discussed, there's probably shades of slightly different views. I don't think that was the case on the immigration issue, though. You know, we accept his points that he made um, uh, when the media were there beforehand around the fact, you know, there is an obligation to train our people. Uh, but, you know, there's also, uh, you know, a pretty important point around immigration, the fact that if we're not best in class on that issue, um, the Australia's, the Canada's will take um, the skilled and, and the unskilled, for that matter, workers. And, yeah, he got that message loud and clear. OK, what would be the thing that you would consider the bare minimum that he needs to do with immigration to satisfy those people in that room? Well, so this is a couple of things. Firstly, he's got to make clear he gets it. I think actually he's there on that. So we'll give him a sort of a half point for that. I think the second point is in the next, um, well, let's not put a time frame on it, but in the next short period, you know, we'd like to see policy change. You know, I still don't fully understand how Simon Bridges ended up being in charge of Auckland business. 
Um, he's been in charge of stuff that was happening in Tauranga. And he was in charge of the National Party. And now we hear more from him than we ever did before. I don't know how that happened. Weird, isn't it? Uh, is it? Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Does Romain think uh, uh, Chris Hopkins looks uh, more business friendly? Let's find out. I do wonder how many people engage daily with the news around the, the new leader of the Labour Party and the announcements being made apropos the new direction. Do you think the new right-hand-down approach on the drive to the general election is spinning many wheels? Most people are just far too busy. Busy trying to work out how to keep their job. Busy trying to keep a business running. Busy trying to keep their heads above water with the rising costs of crushing inflation. Just flat out trying to live a life dreamt of, but exhausted by national and international events that move us like rising and receding tides. Most people would have to be, they've been just too busy to be glued to everything that was said yesterday with the official handing over of the Prime Minister's warrant from the battle-fatigued Jacinda Ardern to the seemingly effervescent Chris Hipkins. So here's all you need to remember from yesterday's ceremonial proceedings. Prime Minister Hipkins said he will reprioritise, refresh and refocus the government's work programme so we can move our resources where we need so that we can address the bread and butter issues that New Zealanders are most concerned about. That's all we need to remember. That's all you and I need to think about when we go into the voting booth later this year, isn't it? Will they and did they are the two questions that will largely determine which boxes we tick. Now, believe it or not, the uh, change of uh, leadership of our country is not the only story happening this week. Uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, Simon and James were getting into the issue of body image and uh, things like um, steroid use and stuff like that. Quite interesting conversation, actually. Hello, Peter. Really interesting subject you guys are talking about. Thank today. you. I'm a trainer, um, and I see it. I saw Taryn's um, documentary, the Embrace doctor yep. that she did, um, and I thought it was really inspiring. Uh, it was a really good story that she did, not just for young women, but also for young men as well, and about mm. the way they look and about the way they feel about themselves. Now, mm. as a trainer, I see people come in all the time that are like trying to look for something that's possibly off social media or off Instagram and image, a type that they're trying to chase. But it's the people that chase that, they're never ever 100% fulfilled because um, even bodybuilders and even the most fittest people you'll find have their own insecurities about things that that you wouldn't normally think about, that they have their mm. own, you know, the things that they're worried about. I'm also a parent to a 15-year-old athlete, and he does a lot of training. And I also always try and encourage him that um, – the only thing that he can control is his athletic ability. He can't worry about what he looks like or anything else. That's all secondary, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but he can only control, like, his, um, his own output and what he puts into it. Because um, for teenagers, man, they're surrounded by this stuff, bombarded by it every day. Um, do, you, do you find, as a PT instructor, a physical trainer, Peter, do you find that young guys are asking you more and more, making inquiries about steroids and implants, etc.? Supplements? No, I don't. I, th- I find I'm more asking about like just sort of certain ways that they can work out on parts about themselves that I'm not too happy about. Mm. Um, but I think the most important message is like, um, regardless of any of this, 
just getting people moving and getting people healthy is the most important thing because sort of once you start to get them moving and stuff, then they start to sort of feel a bit better about themselves. I honestly reckon the best thing that you can do for young people who are sort of feeling a bit weird about the way they look is show them pictures of people like me and just say to them, look, this guy seems to be doing all right. He's relatively happy. And then look at these complete shambles. Surely that'd make them feel better, wouldn't it? I don't know. Hey, uh, we're going to finish up with Australia Day, as we finished up with Australia Day, and by that I mean uh, Marcus. You know, does the night show, so it was the end of Australia Day by the time he came on. I mean, it's contentious these days, Australian Day, doesn't it? It's called Invasion Day and all sorts of things because just because of the way it was. Um, but it is their day. And as I think a public holiday in Australia, I wouldn't mind talking about Australia tonight. Such a fantastic country. I'm not entirely sure how to get into the discussion, but perhaps let's have a bit of a chat about um, some of the great things you've done in Australia. The must-dos, the must-goes. I've been to a lot of it, but not nearly all of it. In fact, I think you've spent a lifetime discovering Australia. I haven't been to Ears Rock or Uluru. I've flown over it. And I haven't been to Broome. And I haven't been to Tasmania, but I've been to quite a bit of it. And I've got some highlights of the place, but I'm curious to know about um, holidays in Australia and things you've done in Australia and the must-sees. Or exciting Australian stories that you've got, because I think probably this year is probably the year that people are going to probably start travelling again when the airfares become manageable. And I think Australia, for most of us, is going to be our first uh, first port of call. So I'm just curious to know what's on your list, the place you want to go, or the places you want to go, um, or some of your more exciting escapades you've had. And most of us, a lot of us, have worked in Australia as well. I'd be curious for all your Aussie-related stories to phone those through Australia Day. Quite a nice way to market, I think, by talking about Australia. Yeah, so you've got a story like that. You might have camper-vanned around it. You might have hitchhiked around it. You might have trained around it. Well, I mean trained, I mean gone on a train. Brilliant. Always comes down to trains with Marcus at the end of the day, doesn't it, eh? I don't think you can take a train around Australia. I think you can go across it. You go across it. I know from the bottom of it to the top of it. Is that what the GAN does? I don't think you can. I don't think the train goes right around the edge of it. Um, I seen, I, I heard of a guy who rode a penny farthing around it. It's quite an interesting story. You look that one up. Uh, big place. I'm glad, I'm glad ZB. Random in to News Talk ZB, but no change there. Uh, we'll be back with more randomness again with a weekend edition on Monday. See you then.